0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: And welcome. What a great way to open a show today. That was such a great song. That was obviously California Stars, and it was by a group called Wilco, whom our guest today, um, Lawrence Azarad, and I'm hoping I'm saying your last name correctly, Lawrence. I see you are in the studio. I'll bring you in in a moment. Um, Worked with Wilco and um, has produced seven album packages, over the over eight in eighteen years for the award-winning group Wilco and uh, quite a few other people that we're going to have him talk about today. So welcome to a special show of the um, on the Red Velvet Media Network with the Indie Cafe with Spencer Drake and myself Holly Stuffy. Um, what I'd like to do is um, bring in both Spencer, my co-host from New York, and then also. Um, bring in on Lawrence and we can talk a little bit more about his graphic designs being a creative director and also most importantly his affiliation with AIGA being the um, on the board of directors for AIGA in Los Angeles and uh, we are going to talk a little bit more about that because I know that my co-host is also getting involved with them so let me bring everybody into the studio Lawrence, are you there?
2: I'm here. Can you hear me? I
1: can yeah. hear you. Did I say your <laughs> okay. last name correctly, Lawrence? I yes. Have... I yes, did? Yes, did.
2: Thank you. Oh, uh, yes. look at yes. that. Yeah, am,
1: yeah
2: like, it's a hard almost... one.
1: <laughs> and I said it right, and I had not even spoken to you yet, and I know you've had a really crazy week. So welcome to the show. And uh, I got that song, the two songs that you had um, suggested, and I have to tell you the song we're closing with, boy, I that's such a great song. Oh man. Yeah. Uh California Stars and uh then California Nights we're gonna be closing with um both on California and I know that you're in LA. What part of LA are yeah. you in, Lawrence?
2: I'm in downtown Los Angeles, but I'm a rare breed being uh, a Los Angeles native, born and bred. Uh there's oh, few nice. of us out here. Yeah. So uh-huh. Uh, California is a big part of my, um, my life, my, my, who I am as a designer. I went to California Mm -hmm. college of the arts up in San Francisco. And as we all know, a lot of great music has come out of California and out of LA and a lot has been sung about California. So Mm -hmm. big fan.
1: Welcome. Spencer's here as well. Yeah, no, we're, we're happy to have you here and, uh, we're, we're here to support the arts, obviously. We really are very, very passionate about that. And I wanted to say to everyone really quickly, if you'd like to listen to this show later, it will be available on iTunes afterwards and on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio under the Indie Cafe. And um, I wanted to also say that if you'd like to call in, um, the number is 347 um, I think we just lost Spencer, but that's okay. He'll oh, no. call back in. No, he'll, okay. he'll call back in. He'll call back in. But what I wanted to say to you was um, I noticed that you worked with quite a few people that I know personally. Um, I saw you worked with Red Hot Chili Peppers and Sting and uh, the Voyager Golden Record. And uh, I know that you do a lot of uh, uh, things with UCLA. And uh, why don't you? Introduce yourself and tell our listeners a little bit about who you are, and um, a little bit about um, you know what you're what you've been doing with the arts and everything because I think it's really interesting. There's a lot that goes into just a song, guys. There's the design and there's all that. Oh, I think Spencer did call back in. So Lawrence, why don't you go ahead and do that, and I'll bring Spencer back into the studio.
2: Certainly, certainly. Well,
1: yeah. We
2: do. I've been in the business for back, about Spencer. 20 years. Welcome back, Spencer. Mm-hmm. And Hi. um, we we've done a lot of, as you mentioned, a lot of different album packages for a lot of different artists, and it ranges mm-hmm. from a whole spectrum of different musical styles, from Miles Davis to the Beach Boys to Esperanza Spalding and Brad Meldow, and and
0: mm-hmm.
2: um. It, as you mentioned, you know uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Sting, and, and all our work with Wilco. Um, but we also, it, and we we've really found that it comes down to making a connection culturally in people's lives, uh, enriching their lives and enriching their experience with music through design. Um, and I I consider myself lucky to to keep doing music packages. I started. Um, back in the mid '90s, working uh, in the art department at Warner Records, where
0: oh, I nice. really got
2: a lot of that early experience and, and introduced mm-hmm. to a lot of the relationships that still go on now. Um, and a lot of, as you know, the physical packages because has our relationship with the physical package has changed. Um, not as many designers are out there doing album packages, so I consider it, you know, a real. Special uh, role, a privilege to be able to still be doing um, work in the music industry. But my studio mm-hmm. also does a lot of non-music work, too, uh, also in the Fantastic. cultural impact area. Um, different mm-hmm. museums uh, work for uh, theaters. We did the um, the public theater at UC San Diego. Uh, and like oh, you really? mentioned, uh, you know the Scribble right. Cultural Center, um, Red Bull Sound Selects Music Festival, Thirty Days in LA, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. is involved a thirty-day music festival where we curate art for every month of, the no- of November, and um, books on photography and different kind of cultural um, cultural initiatives, um, and really? then some work oh, for wow. medical projects life with the University of Pittsburgh and Harvard mm-hmm. Medical School and Stand Up to Cancer. And so all things mm-hmm. that kind of um, are through the vehicle of making an impact on people's lives through design. And then the last kind of, it's almost like a three-legged stool and all these things are connected, is our work with the AIGA, which is the Professional Organization for Design. And we've mm-hmm. spearheaded this initiative called Design Plus Music. And it's really looking at um, what I just mentioned as far as the role of music design changing and, and how can designers um, and creatives and, and creative thinkers um, mm-hmm. re-engage the public uh, with their relationship with music through um, excellence in design. And that's just not graphic design. This can be ways to think about, um, deliver new music, uh, ways to, um, Virtual reality sure. online in oh, exhibits yay, yeah. and the live experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've we've seen lately, and and this is not news to anyone. Um, humanity's relationship with music has changed as technology has evolved, and it used to be that there has been a broad spectrum of visual components that um, help define our relationship to music, as far as fashion, photography, you know, the language of punk, the language of hip-hop, the language of, um, you know, folk, and all of these um, cultural streams have, you know, a, a large visual component to them. And um, where does that exist in the digital space? So we're really um, interested in uh, advancing uh, the work on that and and creating a space where, Designers can share ideas and share mm-hmm. uh, thoughts on how to, to make that experience richer in the digital space um, for bands, for record labels, for consumers um, as we go into the mm-hmm. future. So we don't we don't kind of lose this tangible, um, visceral, cultural sure. connection to yeah. music. Mm-hmm.
3: I I want to uh, Lawrence. I want you to talk about the future because I've talked to you before, and I'm very fascinated uh, your mindset, which is really for me, very visionary and very great for this world right now. Uh, uh, tell us about the Voyager pa- project that you're working on.
0: Oh, yeah. I'd love yeah. To hear about that. Well,
2: mm-hmm. that's a really, really thank you, Spencer. And, and thank you, Holly. That's, that's been a very special project that we've been very lucky to be um, engaged with. It's a small group of us, just three of us. I'm, a, I'm one of the partners, one of the three partners who, have, who mm-hmm. brought this project back down to earth, so to speak. Um, and for those of you who might, may, some of us that may be familiar with the Voyager golden record. For those of us who aren't, in 1977, NASA launched two spacecraft, Voyager 1 yeah. and Voyager 2, on, mm-hmm. on a tour of the solar system. The, the scientists at NASA figured out that um, the way the planets in our solar system were, were going to be lined up, if they sent a spacecraft out at a certain speed at a certain rate, that this little spacecraft, this little Voyager spacecraft, um, which is about the, the size of like a, a Prius, not much bigger, um, if they sent it out, it was going to pass directly in line right by all the planets in our solar system, giving us this kind of once-in-a-lifetime chance to, to go by all of our planets in our, in our planetary neighborhood and take these amazing pictures of the planets. And, and most of us are familiar with, you know the the famous pictures of like you know Jupiter and the great red spot and um mm-hmm. Pluto and uh, Saturn and all of these are from you know the Voyager what the interesting part is is that um Carl Sagan the great astronomer and scientist uh he had this visionary idea and led this committee that created this 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 record and he had this idea that said you know if aliens exist, if extraterrestrials exist, um, and if they ever mm-hmm. come in contact with the spacecraft, let's put a message on it to the extraterrestrials. Oh, fantastic. I <laughs> love this. And love that. What, what would you say? What, do, what, what can you mm-hmm. say about humanity to these extraterrestrials? And mm-hmm. on it, um, it was, it was an, an incredibly ambitious and esoteric project. And it was amazing that the government agreed to put this record on the spacecraft. Um, That's and great. amazingly, they, they, they compiled the whole project in a, a period of a few short months. Um, but it, it, they had to kind of... Create the ultimate mixtape of 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 humanity as a story for for mm-hmm. other beings, other life forms out there. So on there's there's a number of things on the record. and the record, literally is gold plated, you know, and it's in a gold plated aluminum case. They they realize that that's the only material oh, that, would,
0: cool.
2: uh, out, that would yeah. that would last in space.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so on the record is uh, music, obviously, um, and they have kind of a uh, spectrum of, of music from different cultures, from different times. Uh, Chinese 14th century flute music, Bach and Beethoven, um, uh, African, you know, West African chants from music from wow. the Solomon Islands, and you know the most uh, Blind Willie Johnson. There's blues on there, and and the most kind of co- contemporary music, if you will, is um, is uh, Chuck Berry, Johnny B. Good, And so when oh, he wow. just passed last year, you know, there was a famous letter from Jimmy Carter and, and Carl Sagan that, you know, they say that music will live on forever. But in this case, this mm-hmm. music literally, this record will still be traveling through space long after the earth is, is burnt to a crisp. Wow. And then also mm-hmm. on the record is um, encoded in, in early QR code. Um, seventy two images of, uh, of of from humanity, and it kind of the sequence oh, of the really? images tells the story of um, life on Earth. and it's it's uh, our mathematical systems are our, our early bio, uh, diagrams of our biology. And then it kind of the order of the images goes in kind of like this really intelligent sequence where there's you know a baby being born, a toddler, young children. And then um, adults, uh, and then it kind of cycles through um, life in different cultures and different cities all over the world. So there's
0: there's okay. huts,
2: there's modern houses, there's the Taj Mahal, um, suspension mm-hmm. bridges, the pyramids, the Great Wall of China, people eating and drinking. Um, you know, just to kind of like show this spectrum of of humanity. And then there's also, yeah, yeah. Wow. then there's there's greetings in 55 languages uh,
1: nice. on there too.
2: So they got all these like um, that. people, yeah, um, to speak, you know, ancient languages and modern languages and everything from like Ar- Aramaic and Sumerian and
0: yeah, Hindu, you
2: know. You. Wow. Yeah. And they got to, they, they allowed the people to just say whatever they wanted in the kind of idiom mm-hmm. of, of the language. So... Some of the greetings are very, um, you know, formal. Some of them are, are, you know, one of my interns is Mandarin, speaks Mandarin Chinese, and like the Chinese greetings, wow. have, like come by if you have time. And you know, the the, the interesting <laughs> thing, and, and this is kind of like the the main kind of, you know, fascinating part of the project is that the the creators behind the content of the record made a conscious decision to exclude any images of of war and disease and poverty. It's its really this aspirational self-portrait. Wow. So Great. in um, deciding um, how to describe ourselves uh, to others out there, it really became this exercise in, um, you know, understanding who we are as a people, especially in this day and age where we do need um, reminders of who we can be when we're at our best. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: So um, we uh, are releasing the book. We, we actually, our first version was, it was a Kickstarter, and we, we did really well. We, we actually broke Kickstarter's record for their biggest me- release, biggest music really Kickstarter in their history. Um, right. And it's coming out. It'll be delivered to its backers um, in, in August, but it's, it's a three LP set. And um, then it has a 90-page book that not only has all the images and the, the languages, mm. the images on the record, but it also has Incredible. all the images um, sent back from Voyager. And then there's um, a gold-leaf poster of the diagram that one of the scientists created um, that's on the oh, cover that's, of the, the case. Oh, that is so
4: cool. Wow.
2: Yeah. i and, I'm um, like... Yes. This is so you know, cool. Lawrence, you,
3: I was thinking. You, you know, it. I was thinking as as you're talking about it, I was, and I'm involved. You know, as with film also, the film festival. I was thinking this would make a great short film on the making of mm-hmm. it. You know, the yeah, the whole thing, you know, like a documentary.
2: Well, there, there are there are, um, mm-hmm. you know, your great minds think alike, Spencer. There there are a few films coming out now. Um, that are um there is a documentary about the making of um the record. We're we're coming this August oh, is, great. is the fortieth anniversary. Great, you gotta have to tell me about and, that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then um uh Sagan's widow and Durian is involved in a couple of projects. Uh, one I think there's there's talks of of bigger projects telling the story. That would be great. Um, That's great. Yeah. That's great. But people, but people
1: that know. Definitely. Yeah, the exactly. Want to know. You know, yeah. I want last month Lauren... I
2: um yeah, go ahead.
1: I'm sorry. Ahead. oh no, no, no I want no, to it... ask you about the three people that you say that are involved in this project. First of all, Spencer knows this and I and most of my listeners or my friends do, but my whole thing was I wanted to be an astronomer my whole life, but I was really horrible at math, but now It's like you could be an astronomer. So this is like really, really, really amazing what you did. And um, I want to know about the three other people that were involved in this and like what they're getting back from any of this. Have they gotten any input on the record itself being out there? Have they gotten any transmissions back on anything? Do you know?
2: Oh, the actual people at Jet Propulsion Laboratory,
0: Yes, or, absolutely. Yeah,
2: well well my partners in the project, it's Osmo Records and mm-hmm. um uh Tim Daly is, is is um a great kind of musicologist and, and he uh also works at Amoeba in, in San Francisco and then David mm-hmm. Peskowitz is um as our other partner. And and it was was really their brainchild and they brought me in as kind of the creative director, art art director. And and David is is at the um, Institute of the Future. He's on the board there. And um, he is one of the founders of the website, Mm boingboing.com. And David's a journalist. And it was really his Incredible work. Uh, he was the one who was uh, in touch with the with surviving mm-hmm. members of the original um, the original committee. Uh, Carl mm-hmm. Sagan's is no longer with us, but his wife mm-hmm. was um, involved in, in the um, conversations. And we talked to a lot of the original scientists, uh, you know, Tim yeah. Ferriss and... Um, uh, Frank Drake and all of them had all of their input, uh, and it was it was a real kind of discovery and revelation for us. The experience of this project, as far as um, this is great. Yeah, we am covering. We went to the um, original archives of the Jet Propulsion Laboratory and, and
4: oh, to wow. get the
2: best images. Because uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the images that are on the Voyager are are out there on the internet, but they're all mm-hmm. very low quality, low grade, small scans. Right. So we we pulled the original NEGS and um, and and worked with the um, the Planetary Institute on getting the best possible images of of, sure. of that Voyager yeah. sent back from yeah. from our solar system, and then uh, a lot of incredible work, just tracking down the rights to all of these. Um, Various songs. Oh, yeah, the other thing that's on the original record and, and important not to forget is this audio collage. It's kind of an audio poem called Sounds of Earth, and they have all of oh, these nice. sounds like, you know, um, humpback whales, birds, so really? out of uh, kids. Oh, I uh, oh,
0: yeah, it's really
2: esoteric. Yeah, even. <clears> throat> throat> and Durian, um she during the course of the project she and carl sagan fell in love and she they, she even mm-hmm. put like um ekgs on or or the, she she was able to kind of record her brain waves while she meditated on her love wow. for carl sagan oh my god so really the sound oh, of cool love is is on yeah. the record too. Yeah, yeah. So it's
1: what a great it's The
2: wild. Yeah, yeah.
1: This one of many that so we will be re-releasing.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, th- this one's really wow. special because um, we were worried about you know making our goal at Kickstarter, and we were um, very pleasantly I
1: you for that.
2: surprised mm-hmm. um, to see yeah. the the reaction and response because it this is kind of embedded in a lot of people's memories, like a child mm-hmm. like they remember hearing something or learning yeah. something about this record. So it far exceeded our expectations of um, how many people might, you know, be interested in the project or, or want copies of it. And, and a lot of oh, people sure. come to us after the Kickstarter's closed. So, um, it's And we, we, we got a lot of really favorable press about it, too, which was kind of reflects how many that. how but many it, it, of
3: these things Lawrence how many of these uh books are you printing
2: we uh ten thousand
3: okay
4: wow,
1: I really yeah. wish I had known i I didn't even know about it I would have been the I'm one of the people that'll come to you after because really yeah this <laughs> is something that sounds so cool and you know I'm up here in Sonoma, so I'm not too far from a lot of the planetariums. i Quite, I went to space camp twice as a child, so I'm totally tuned into the whole space thing. But, you know, all the other work that you've done, too, besides just this, I mean, it's just so beautiful. And uh, I have such Thank great you. appreciation for it. I've seen a lot yeah, of it,
3: listen, looked at it. Also, also Lawrence, I wanted to ask you about Music Design Plus magazine that we got in the mail, mm-hmm. which is very credibly designed. I and did get
1: mine. Thank you.
0: Yeah,
3: Holly yeah. got and I got what what about the content of the magazine? I was interested. In. There were certain people that were interviewed. I was wondering if you give some feedback. There was Eric Hyman, Adam Farrell, MIT, and uh, mm-hmm. Quindon, and L- Lin- Lindsay Ballant. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Could you tell us a little bit yeah. about those people in the magazine?
2: Yeah, yeah, certainly. Well, you know, uh, we. That was that magazine was produced at the at the onset of the initiative, and it was uh, kind of a, a, a piece to introduce the the design community to the purpose of the initiative. You know, and like I said, it was it's all about hey, how can we? We've all known that muse- designers and musicians have had this special bond, special connection to make a deep impact on people's lives and, and our culture. And uh, so we chose people that uh, were exemplifying that um, today um, who are innovators in, in doing interesting work in the design and, and music space. Eric Hyman is, is is a great great designer. Uh he has a, a wonderful firm in San Francisco called Volume. He and his partner mm-hmm. they do incredible work. Uh you know a lot of museums and, and Bloomberg New York is a I client. I know them. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and he but he's he um just really knowledgeable about has music and and has uh a lot of uh, cares deeply personally about it. So we we um, surveyed designers across America um, and asked them for their playlists, you know, what moves them, what motivates them. And uh, just uh, as a way to kind of exemplify the connection between designers and musicians and, and, and how it inspires us. And there's this, this, deep relationship between the two and we could probably have like five shows just on that topic alone. But um, right. it was, it was kind of like a fun way to kind of en- engage the design community just to start asking people like April Griman or Stephen Heller, um, Augustine Gazara. you know, what, what did they listen to? But the playlist, the playlist was just one kind of brick in the wall. Adam Farrell is uh, a designer at, um, Mm -hmm. this, this really awesome label called Loma Vista records, and they have an incredible spectrum of artists, uh, everyone from, you know, Spoon to St. Vincent to Marilyn Manson and, and, uh, uh, local natives, I think. Um, and, uh, they just do really wonderful videos. Uh, Again, just looking at people who are doing uh, unique work in the space today and budgets are a lot smaller. Packages are a lot smaller. Um, What we can see and touch is, is much more limited and we're um, looking to spotlight people who are um, still drawing uh, attention to the fact that there is this, um, deep relationship between hearing and seeing and experiencing music both um, mm-hmm. you know sonically but also visually and uh, Quindar is a band we we just finished uh work for their their most recent album um, that 's coming out this July and they also played at the AIG national Conference uh, last October. And th- there are two guys. One is uh, the keyboardist from Wilco, and the other one is um, an art historian at, at uh, I think, Temple University, um, James Merrill Thomas. And he has a uh, a, a Guggenheim Fellowship um, at the Air and Space National Museum. And when he did, he had access to all of NASA's um uh, original archival materials, as far as audio recordings oh, wow. and visual recordings, and really? both, of the, both of them are sound artists. And what they they did was they they took the original kind of audio files and and visual files, and they remixed them into music. Uh, and through that act Ooh. of uh, remixing, kind of recontextualized it and um, reframed our. Um, what we think we know about NASA, you know, because NASA comes with a very strong um, mythology, kind of like a heroism um, mythology Mm -hmm. and, you know, these stories that they've told us in a certain way. Um, And through um, the beauty of the music and the the visual work of Quindar, they've been able to kind of um, tell a different side of the story, a much more kind of human story um, and an evocative story. Um, than the ones that 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 are so kind of commonly um, brought out there. Uh, so that the Quindar is a really brilliant example of of the way we can kind of remix things and and see them anew in the, in the process mm-hmm. of um, remixing. Um, and uh, it's it's just um, it's just a really it's it's really the first. Shot across the bow, Spencer. Just we have a lot yeah. more work to do with design plus music, sure. uh, and that that right. publication is, is really um, step was step one, uh, mm-hmm. and it was it was fun to do something you know that you could touch, that's visual, yeah. that, that
3: hopefully people remember and want to keep. The
1: design's amazing. Well, yeah, I love it. Yeah, that. the I design
3: the is. The that's how I say. Design's mm-hmm. amazing. I was thinking that mm-hmm. you know this it, would be a type of magazine. You're doing a series if you wanted to, if you could. Yeah. so, so mm-hmm. that it yeah. would go out. Maybe go out to people actually because to get the word out, you know. It's such a beautifully designed like Holly's saying, I'm sure she agrees with me. It's, a, yeah, it's I such think a beautiful design. It's almost like a, a a volume set. You know what I mean? Like yeah, a number one, number two. You know you
1: know? It could be something that could go out to like the professionals to keep them up to date right. on what's going right. on. You know, something like that. You know, Lawrence, I want to back up one second here because you mentioned something earlier about um, the uh, visual stuff in the virtual reality world, some of the stuff that you've done some things for that. I actually, and Spencer knows this because Spencer and I worked on it, um, when Spencer came out with his 545 album book, um, I had created, I was... I was active, very active in the Second Life and creating yeah. different art galleries and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So yeah. I and Holly did his... a great gallery, Lawrence. She did a great gallery yeah. walk through, wow. and, and you'd be going through this gallery with the different forty-five covers on the wall, Lawrence. And it was like it was mm. an incredible trip. It was really a great trip that uh, Holly did. And it was did.
1: huge. And yeah. then you could touch on, you know, you could touch on the album covers. It's all about scripting and stuff like that, which I'm sure you know about. You go in there and you create something and then build, because I had to actually build a gallery and stuff and put everything up. But then, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I want to ask you, what a, what um, have you done in a virtual reality setting? Um, just so I know a little bit more, because I know there is quite a lot going on now, and, and technology is just Advanced so much, and I have such appreciation for what you've done beca- and, and are doing because I've looked at a lot of it, and it's uh, pretty pretty mind-boggling. So, what have you done in um, a virtual reality type environment?
2: Well, you know, we're really interested in highlighting great work uh, in, the, mm-hmm. in the virtual reality space. We my studio uh-huh. doesn't do any virtual reality ourselves, but it was really kind of a a, a talking point that this is another great example of, of it is. how we can um, reengage people's uh, relationship with the visual side of music. Mm-hmm. So um, Bjork has done some really um, innovative stuff. Recently, there was there was a show here in Los Angeles, but it was also in London, where you know you're mm-hmm. kind of going through this space, and there's you know virtual reality Bjork's um, flying around, and and oh wow, um, it's really you know we're at we're in early days of of the development of of this technology, and um, that's why I'm a firm believer that it's not necessarily about a an album cover per se. There's, mm-hmm. there's so much mm-hmm. more. Um, and I, I want to remain kind of ag- agnostic mm-hmm. about the, the format. You know, it could be, mm-hmm. um, there's amazing things being done in um, the online space. Uh, and that reminds me of another, you know, Spencer, you'd mentioned it, another part of the magazine is what's happening at the, um, at, at the MIT Media Lab and, and yeah. um, the Open Music Project that's part of
0: Berkeley mm-hmm. College
2: of Music. Um, and okay. they're 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 actually running right now. Um, this is their second annual summer Open Music Lab workshop, where they have um, these really? kind of deep dive fellowships of students mm-hmm. who basically crash course um, at at um, MIT Media Lab, uh, and they come up, they develop just in you know two weeks blocks of time, new technology that alters the way we engage, consume, and experience music. And they discover and analyze what the um, pressure points are, or problems, or whatever you want to call them, areas in our current relationship with the music and the music industry that need to be addressed. And they, they, they come up with, in, in the short course of, of a summer, um actual viable products, technology applications, you know, websites, uh wow. that that address address these problems. And some of them some of them lead to VR, some of them are physical products, some of them are, are apps or online services. Um but, you know, really it it it, it could be anywhere. It could be anything. We're um we're lucky to continue to still do, you know, physical packages. Uh, Right now we're doing something for Yo-Yo Ma and a BluNo artist and, and um, a a pretty big band out of the UK, but it's, it's not all, it's not about, you know, one format. And a lot of people in this conversation bring up the fact that vinyl is becoming more popular and that's wonderful. That's great. Uh, it turns out that Urban Outfitters is the biggest retailer of vinyl now in America, which is really mm-hmm. funny. Um, but that's just one um, Trend. one, part one of thread of of many, you know. And we we want, uh, by and large, people's relationship with with music is through their phone um, or, or their, oh, their Spotify app. You know? yeah. mm-hmm. and it's great. You can hear any song anywhere, anytime uh, you don't need to have um you know a hundred thousand pieces of vinyl you know right next to you uh and that's great but but how does our change our relationship with with music and um and how do you discover new music now that there is so much to discover
3: well, you're right because there's so much it's on demand broad, now it's a broad it's a broad mm-hmm. spectrum. And uh, as we know, vinyl, the sound is where the key is, you know, that the sound is where the key is. So a lot of people say, one, I'd rather, you know, get, but you're, Alarons, uh, you're exactly right, because music is going in a, a future direction. It's going to be more out there in different ways. And so it's like w- what you had mentioned, it's all part of the same bridge, you know, for the future, right? So yeah. I totally agree with that. Totally agree with
1: There's that. so much more on demand too. I think. I think that you're able, like you said, you, people can listen mm-hmm. to anything. Like today, I was turned on to a band I had never even heard of because of something that you requested, and I absolutely love their music. I think it's great. Um,
2: oh yeah, best coast is, is a lot. of Oh, fun.
1: amazing! Yeah. And the song we're closing with is just so. Yeah. It's so hauntingly beautiful. <laughs> it's it's really no no yeah. no. It's really it's really cool. And I looked at some of the other videos that um, they had put out, and they're just so so unique. So like you said, you know, people are getting more
2: exposure.
1: It says here you work with Amazon Music as well. What are you doing with Amazon?
2: well that that's um a lot of exciting stuff that we're doing with amazon amazon mm-hmm. is, it was and it was an early backer of um the the design plus music initiative and, and the a i g a is really lucky to have uh-huh. them um on as a partner and it said to us that Amazon is serious about looking at um, the way we have a relationship with music. And so, Mm -hmm. a lot of these ideas that um, we're going to be flushing out through the Design Plus Music Initiative, and I just have to say to to your audience, you know, it's not just going to be through us, but it's going to, um, the whole initiative is going to be rolled out to all of AIGA's 20 chapters across America. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, 70 chapters. um, I saw that uh, globally. And it's, it's, well, nationally, uh, because it's just Mm -hmm. an organization here in the U.S. But Mm
1: -hmm. um,
2: the um, chapter members are going to have a chance to kind of answer these questions with discoveries on their own in their own communities. So that means their uh, relationship with a record store in Cleveland, Ohio, or um, the record labels in Nashville or um, something down in um, Shreveport, Louisiana. You know, it, it's not um, necessarily only about LA, New York, or Chicago. Um, but Amazon, going back to Amazon, a lot of this, these kind of um, the discovery of these ideas behind the initiative um, came out of our work together um, on the project as far as um, how do we uh, discover music and um, humans' relationships with with music and how your favorite music is formed at certain points in your life. Amazon has, has, you know, there's understandings that, you know, in in your 20s, no matter what year it is, uh, you're forming your, your fundamental um, social circles. You're becoming an independent adult. You're really defining who you are. And even biologically, they've, they've discovered that the structure of your ear hears music better when you're in your 20s than at any other um, point in your life. So that's kind of really one reason why, like, you oh. know, um, baby boomers love, you know, Crosby, Sills, and Nash or Neil Young, you know. Uh-huh. You know to um people who to to post you know millennia well you know everyone from their whatever you were listening to in your twenties you know if it was zeppelin or or public enemy you know that that tends to stay with you is kind of like your core um
0: that is your so core true. Love. And, so true yeah
2: and we're we're continuing our work with amazon um will be uh speaking with them at at one of their conferences uh, later this summer about the um, inspiration design and music uh, connection and um, how uh, it's really all these, these aspects of design really frame our life um, and music frames our life. You know, when you, when you lose a loved one, when you fall in love, when you um, graduate high school—songs of triumph, songs of protest. Uh, you know, if you think back to you know the civil rights era, you know so much of the that um, those moments are defined by song. When you when you during your first love, sounds, you know yeah. that that sounds and, and music mm-hmm. is. is and there's always a visual relationship to those moments and experiences. So
3: I, I saw uh, a great, Lawrence. I saw a great film yeah. uh, at a short film at Tribeca, and this was really interesting. It was about it's it's uh, it's relative to what you're talking about. It was about an era in the 1970s where neo Nazis were in London, and all the bands got together, like the Clash and Everybody, to get them out, and they were they were literally literally booted out of London at that time. But it was, a, what it was the was the, name idea of the film,
1: that, Spence.
3: But uh, what? I'm sorry.
1: What was the name of the film?
3: I've, you know, you know what? i uh a riot, it's like Riot in London or something like that. Right oh, in London. Interesting. It was a short It was mm-hmm. a short film. in the short film category. But what what we're what I'm talking about, which is relative to what Lawrence is talking about, is it's about the political area where you get together, and they actually have so they get so much power together on the positive side to to get the evil out. You know what I'm saying? That's what basically mm-hmm. what the book kind of blew my mind, because a lot of people don't know about that section in history. I, and I, I did a lot of famous punk albums, and I even didn't know about it, this movement that was this small area a short period of time that went on in London, but it was a really powerful movie. But it's exactly what you're talking about. And the other thing, Lawrence, I want you to tell the people out there uh, what AIGA is, because a lot of people don't know, and I I was very privileged to be in the archival collection now and won two major awards, and I always consider the quality line, you know, Lawrence, the quality line of AIGA, which is high, very high in my mind. And could you just explain to people out there what, uh, what AIGA is as an organization?
2: Yeah, yeah, thank you, Spencer. Well, they it's the Professional Organization for Design um mm-hmm. and they've been uh as far as it, it's a community, it's an advocacy group, it's a group that helps uh define um the the it, it's a collection of of America's best designers. It's a way for uh young designers and, and communities across the country to um get in touch with more experienced designers. It's, it's a way to inspire others, um, through examples of, of great designers in our history and our culture. Uh, so they run a lot of different initiatives, um, it um, using new design as a vehicle to get out the vote, uh, design for democracy, um, drawing attention to a lot of, um, Critical social I- issues such as um, issues of um, diversity in um, in our society and in our workplace, and and how um, design helps uh, can help facilitate or advance that initiative, um, gender equality, and and um, women's issues. But uh, they are an organization that helps. Um, define value helps, helps, uh, put the value of the profession in focus. And, um, you know, there, there are many different types of designers across the country and, you know, design is a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And AIGA is an organization that helps kind of, um, put what design is and what design can be in its best practice into focus. And, uh, Mm -hmm. and that's also through um, annually. They have a conference, a really wonderfully inspiring conference at different every year. It's in a different part of the country um, that where they have, you know, really wonderful design thought leaders talk about what they're doing um, in the industry uh, sessions on, um, advancing the profession and uh, looking at how um, the profession of design is evolving. Um, but uh, they're, they're kind of a, a, a lot of different things. You know, they're, they're an advocacy group. They're, a, um, in a way, they, they're, they're a group of inspiration, kind of spotlighting our, our nation's best designers but they're also a, a group for all designers to um, um, be a part of and 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 learn um, and and they have a wonderful uh, blog called Ion Design that is, has been really popular with young designers as as a feature of of showing kind of really fresh creative beautiful. innovation. That's nice. yeah, yeah, Ion Design is, is great. 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 Mm-hmm. That's-
1: Now, if somebody wants to, Lawrence, if somebody wants to get in touch with AIGA, they would just go in and put that in and find their local chapter. Because I know there's one in San Francisco. I was really surprised how close it is. And, uh, you know, do they all, each place has their own website, which is really good, each chapter, Um, which I thought was really cool because it talks about all the different things that are going on and the events and different designs for each area Um, yes
2: well the the national organization Mm -hmm. the national Mm -hmm. AIGA website is AIGA.org and if Mm -hmm. you go there right now you know you'll see profiles on you know a lot of design greats like Milton Glaser, Mm -hmm. Paula Sher, Milton Glaser who designed the I Love New York iconic design and um and you'll see all kinds of information about um programs and initiatives and the chapters locally and then like you said uh, all the uh local chapters have their own um have their own website that also Yeah um, outline their initiatives and programs and you know, it could be something as tactical as someone, you know, needing to find a job in the profession.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
2: There, there's great, you know, it serves so many roles. Sometimes it's, it's more aspirational and inspirational, but then sometimes there's things that are more, you know, tactical, like, um, you know, changes in technology, best practices of a small business owner, you know, looking at, you know, diversity in the workplace and, um, you know, it's it really covers a, a lovely spectrum. I mean, Holly, you're in the Bay Area. I know that the um San Francisco AIGA just started their San Francisco Design Week. The San Francisco chapter is, that. is yeah. particularly um strong. Uh they have a lot of really uh luminary designers. You know, Eric Hyman, Byle, Christopher Simmons. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of design greats uh, are the national president of the current national president, Sue Matthews Hale, is is a partner at Lippincott based out of San Francisco, formerly out nice. of New York. So, yeah, they, they have a great community uh, down here in Los Angeles just next Thursday is is our awards. Um, gala where we're honoring, you know, people who made a significant contribution to the field. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. And each, I, I,
3: each... Would, I, I wanted to come in here because uh, Judith and I had our event at Howell Gallery, which you know about the history of her music design life, which was really a packed house. It was amazing, but. Uh, Since we're members, AIGA, uh, Julie Angster, and uh, all of you people out there were supporting us in that event. And I'm sure they're going to be – we're going on tour with it, by the way. Uh, And I I found what's very interesting is a lot of people want to know the stories behind the making of – certain iconic album covers, that whole thing, we're carrying that through, and we're going to do a tour in New York, by the way, uh, to art and design schools, which is in a plan with SVA and a number of other schools, my friend Richard Wilde at SVA, which I think is a great school for design, uh, and um, AIJ was a, is a big supportive on that, I will be a big supporter, I know, on that tour for getting the word out, and uh, That's great. Lawrence, I want to thank you because of the, of the backing and support of our own life and what we do for people also as an
1: educational
3: tool. Yeah, it's
1: all about the design and, and remembering, you know. And I know, Lawrence, you do your own, you have your own um, agency as well, correct? If somebody wants to get yes. in touch with to you, yeah. how would they yeah. do that? How we're would they do at that? How
2: L-A-D-design.net, L-A-D-design.net, mm-hmm. laddesign.net, Um okay. We're down here in Los Angeles, and it's L-A-D-D-E-S-I-G-N. Ah uh, there's two d's in there, it's very hard to find it yeah, yeah um, show design mm-hmm. yeah and um we're we're a small studio, but we love what we do and and uh we we have a lot of uh great relationships with uh the uh college we have a lot of interns from u s c University of southern california um, nice otis College of art and design um Cal UCLA and um, so it's 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 a joy to um, give back to society uh, by making things that um, make an impact on people's lives hopefully you know ideally Mm -hmm. we we have a short time here on earth and and you want to enrich people's experience right. uh, in totally. the time that they have here on earth. And, and if you can do that through something like design, um, that's really fulfilling. And, and, um, cause you have to, you have to, you know, enjoy the time that you have here. And that's right. if that's through, um, drawing attention to social justice, if that's drawing attention to, you know, public safety or, um, helping articulate, uh, A a mission um, like that you see in in, that the punks tapped into, or or mission and music, uh, then Mm -hmm. then you know it's 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 really fulfilling to be part of that um, bigger puzzle.
3: Did did you uh, mention the? uh, I don't know if I missed this or not. Did you mention design plus music at aiga.org?
2: Well, thank you, Spencer. Yeah, yeah, that's and there will be a much bigger. Website that we're currently uh, building right now. Great, but, uh, oh, fantastic. Yeah.
3: Great.
1: You know, I wanted to ask you, Lawrence, because I know with your agency, and I know you're working on quite a lot of different projects. Uh, what are you? What What are some of your current projects that, like, we haven't talked about that you may want to share with our listeners today, so they can uh, have a little bit more of an idea on what to look up, look for in the future. Is I know that it's moving so fast, and I think it's beautiful how we're able to get so much out there to the public and out to the masses because people are always hungry for culture, and um, you know the visual part of it is really important.
2: Well, it is. Uh, for the past three years, we've we've done this uh, Red Bull Sound Select 30 Days Music mm-hmm. Festival, and and like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we. We had a different art, a different kind of world-renowned artist do a different artwork for for each night of the concert um, and looking at how music um, can unite us and and bring a city together and bring different cultures together and bring people together. Uh, But, uh, you know, art for music and festivals uh, is another kind of pillar in that um, experience where people can experience music not just through album packages or websites or virtual reality but there's also the experience in real life and what does that say uh how does that live visually on stage or and in the merchandise that you take home and and things like the show posters uh that becomes kind of a talisman a visual keepsake something that you can Mm -hmm. kind of take home that reminds you of that experience we just Did um, artwork for uh, Wilco Solid Sound Festival, which is um, the week after next at Mass MoCA in Massachusetts. So not just the festival key art, um, but also the program um, and kind of the look and feel for the brand of that festival. And that's something, the festival's every other summer, and uh, that's something that we've done for the past four uh, salad sound festivals um, We did the uh, artwork for the uh, outside lands festival down there in um, South Carolina um, and there's we're, we're, we're currently doing um, a box set uh, and three other album projects for some artists I can mention some I can't you know because of mm-hmm. lawyers but um, uh, it's 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 all um, really thrilling to be able to continue to um, create for, uh, for music uh, because when you see a fan wearing a shirt that you've designed or um, see a poster that oh, you've yeah. designed, you know, in, in somebody's kind of um, home, you know, that you're making, um, that you ideally yeah. you've made an experience uh, complete for them and, and that,
1: Definitely.
2: as a designer is, is fulfilling yeah mm-hmm. Definitely. That,
1: that's very important yeah merchandise yep. and the things that go along with concerts or albums or any kind sure. of event even you mentioned some of the things that you've designed for um, awareness like you did some things for the cancer you said something for the cancer awareness yeah, center stand
2: up, stand up um, Yeah. I think
1: that's really important oh yeah I was. I was very so that that there, what an impact that was and, you know, having all the different visual stuff to go along with it really just enhances the experience, I think, for the consumer as well as the person that's not just a consumer, just also the person that's just there to be part of it or learn more about it. Um, I know for me, you know, when you saw that logo or you saw that, you knew what, that's what it was. So, yes, absolutely. I can see how this makes such a great impact on so much um and I've seen some of the stuff on the a i g a site and uh I was blown away. I saw a lot of things that I didn't know and and there it was, and told me a little bit more about the person that created it. just so mind blowing you know when you find yeah. out what's behind it. Mhm, very much so so Spencer um you uh, uh, talked a little bit about your show that you did and that you're going to take it out on the road. I wanted yep. to ask Lawrence. Lawrence, are you doing um, educational programs besides just in your location with the AIGA and the workshops? I know that you yourself go have gone out and done some education as well, correct?
2: Yeah, yeah, we... Um we do go around the country and, and we're going to have a broader program to have the design plus music initiative populate in the local chapters. But earlier right. this year, we, we, I did a talk at, um, the museum of design in Atlanta. Uh, oh, really? and then, uh, right. after that we had an event with the Grammy organization at, uh, mm-hmm. Mopop in Seattle and, um, I've had a couple of um activities in Nashville and also in north carolina at duke university so uh and and there's much more that's that's gonna be coming too and and all of that's gonna live through uh the website and the chapters
1: mm-hmm. so for anyone right. listening that's younger you know young adults or parents with young adults or anyone that wants to get it that has design in their in their blood and they want to do this. Um what what would you tell somebody? What would be your um recommendation and or your advice to somebody out there listening today that might have something to you know, design wise or a message?
2: Well, you know, design is a great way to make an impact on um, on 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 humanity, on society, on on our culture, and mm-hmm. you know, a, a large part of you know who we are as as, as humans is is affected by um, design, and um, be that in a hospital or, um, uh, or the design, the way we we understand and, and get our news, so you know it's it's about making um human life better and making the human experience better and and I think it's not only is it a noble and, and and a necessary profession but um it's one that's very fulfilling um because you you know that your work and that your creativity and your um experience is is making um an impact on uh people and on society and I think that's really important as as humans, that you know, you want to um, give to others what you experience mm-hmm. here in uh, while you're here on Earth. But it's there's there's a lot of different um, art schools across the country, and uh, you know, your local AIGA chapter is is a great way to get in touch with, um,
0: mm-hmm. with experienced
2: professionals, groundbreakers, uh, innovators, um, and. There's, you know, I don't want to say, you know, one school is better than another. You know, each one has their own, you know, culture and pedagogy and and reasons for being, and it's important to find the one that that um, you identify with, or maybe even, you know, school isn't right for you, and and you know, you want to just uh, you you have a talent, and as far as you know, youth today, they're they're growing up in a world, and it's just where, you know, design literacy is is much more um, prevalent, you know, things like Tumblr or Pinterest, um, you know, design is all around us and, you know, Mm -hmm. it used to be, you know, in the domain of books and schools. Um, So if you want to learn more about where design comes from or, or its purpose or how it came to be or why it's so memorable or why it's so impactful, um, learning about design is, is an important is an important way to um discover that.
1: Yeah. Oh absolutely. True. I agree. True. I agree. This has been great. And I know that we've gone a little bit over. I hope that hasn't messed up any appointments or your day. Um
2: oh no, I it's been wanted... a real pleasure to be able Are you to um, kidding? have this the is, chance this is exciting. To talk with you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank
3: you. No, and you you know, get, I got to get the to, word out. I've I got to mention a book though, Lawrence. That I have one of my favorites is a uh, hundred best album. It's a hundred mm-hmm. best album covers by um, Storm Thorgerson when he was alive, done with DK Publishing. But is without the, uh, for me, and I've gotten so many LP books that are like they're not that great in the content. But this book has the greatest selection of album covers. Um, and also, the thing that's great about it is it's a story. Each album cover has a story of how they were done from concept to finish. And, and uh, mm-hmm. of course, Fear of Music is in there. My name's in it with David Byrne and Jerry Harrison but, and how we did the cover, but it's all these other covers. But th- the point is this book is quintessential in quality, like AIGA mm-hmm. compared to and and anybody wants to get a book on a learning of the making of album covers from concept to finish should get this book. Again, it's called 100 Best Album Covers. Uh, author Storm Thorgerson on DK Publishing it was done years ago. You can get it on paperback on Amazon. Very low price, but it's worth it to get for a designer. Nice.
1: Music. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, you know, um, Lawrence, um, have you... I know that you've put out quite a few. I know AIGA has put out quite a few publications, and this um, newsletter. The the well, actually, I don't even want to call it a newsletter. It's really beautiful. It's a really pe- the piece that you mailed to me. Um Thank and I'm you. looking forward to seeing more of that because it really visually, really stimulated a lot of. You know the colors just popped out. The d- designs just popped out. So. This is really important. I think right now we're going into a period where you said, you know, um, people are tuning in more to what's going on around them. So I just want to say thank you so much for being here today because it was oh,
3: so educational
1: you. to hear. And I am so excited about the Voyager Golden Record. Yeah. I know you're I'm wow. like, going to be reading all about that. When I when, when we're done today, I'm like uh, definitely. Is there a chance of being able to get in on that uh, since it's closed, or are they going to do a um, republication of it?
2: There, there, I, ideally there there might be a different publication of it. Um, oh, that great. We're also working on a uh, a book uh, that's that's being published by Pristel. It's the design history of the Concorde, the supersonic. Airway. Oh, really. Which is another passion of mine I I, I took the Concorde once I
1: I took the one Concorde Flight and that was like such a trip I'm going to tell yeah, you that I did was, it once
2: uh, too. It was uh, oh. I, it was it was a once in a lifetime thing. Uh, 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 well, uh-huh. for many others. It was not
3: more than a once in a lifetime thing.
2: But for me, it was. I, a and great I, I, I want to tell
3: you, I want to tell you something. Prestel, as a publisher, I know about publishing. They are one of the greatest visionary publishers. They had a book on Warhol, all his album covers in a book, which nobody hardly knows about. But it's an incredible book that was done by them on all the Andy Warhol covers. It's an incredible book mm-hmm. that I have. But prestel comes yeah. out with amazing visionary books and I'm so glad you hooked up with them. That's uh, yeah, yeah, great. no worries.
2: That's coming out next year. We're excited about that. That's our passion project. The Concord project should too, be so. a
1: great book. I can't oh wait yeah, that'll to be a great that. book. That's that,
2: a great book, yeah. That'll,
1: that'll bring back be, a lot. of Yeah, there's of a little memories. section
2: on my website about that project. Mm-hmm. So if anybody's interested in that, you know, yeah. you can take a peek at that too. So
3: Well, I'm glad well, I got thanks. you on, Lawrence. Because I think oh, it's, it's important for people to, here, to know about Spencer. the visionary head of Lawrence Azuron. Okay.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Well, I look forward to um, staying in touch with you guys. And if anybody has any other questions, you know, you could always contact us through our website. And I'm happy to help. Great. great. Yeah. Sorry
1: about that, guys. I got disconnected for a second there. My, st- it's oh. very odd. That was a it it uh-huh. could be it could be that we're having sunspots or something right now cuz that does affect a lot of electronics as you well know probably Lawrence. So um I wanted to I, 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 yeah yeah they're out there. That's what I've been told. Yeah. So they are there. <laughs>
3: um
1: um I want what did I miss? Did I miss anything?
3: No, I just thank Lawrence for being on and getting him on the show oh, great. to talk AIGA and, and his whole venture. Oh,
1: fantastic! Well, yeah. Lawrence, I want to thank you too personally, and I want to let everyone know that if they did miss the beginning of the show, the show will be available afterwards as a podcast on iTunes and also on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio on demand. So you can pull that and you can download it as a blog talk, a blogcast, or however you want to do it. And uh, it's fantastic just to be able to listen to afterwards. Um, Again, I want to thank you so much for being here. And um, it's Friday, guys. Yeah. Please don't drink and drive. (laughs) Yeah, Friday. Friday, Please don't drink and drive. You have to say that, you know. It's like something that I have to say, especially living in wine country, you know. I mean, (laughs) it's pretty interesting. But i just want to say to everyone out there it's friday um it's gonna be warm i think pretty much everywhere um we're having a lot of uh, a lot of that right now and i wanted to thank you so much for being here and um again oh, thank you guys uh, i have your okay. website up on the uh description of the show the l a d d design it's LADDESIGN.net. dot net And then also go to AIGA and check out your local chapter and check out what's happening. And then also be on the lookout for more of the Design Plus Music Initiative. I'm excited about that. And uh, thank you, Spencer, for being here today. And uh, Lawrence,
0: thank you, Spencer. Thank you, Holly.
3: Hey, thanks, Holly. All right.
1: And I'm going to be ending the show with uh, a song that has become one of. One of my new favorite songs, so I'm gonna play it now, really quick for everyone. And uh, thank you guys, and have a great Friday all right. and a really See good you weekend. weekend, guys.
2: See you thank all. you. All right.
1: But here bye you guys bye. go. here to bye. the weekend.
2: ya. Yeah.